Welcome. You've got mail. What's up, Brett? Welcome to the mail-in. I'm Kayla. Kayla. Are you frozen solid <laughs> from last week? It is 82 degrees outside, so no, oh I'm my not. Goodness. What a change. In Eleven days in Jackson, huh? Eleven days in Jackson. That's like yeah, yeah. Sounds like a book. <laughs> it really did. Maybe a rom com. It was a rom com. I lived a, a romantic comedy for eleven days. Did it, it, did everything hold up? Is everything good? Everything is fine. Yeah, it was great. Um, I'm back, and my apartment was in one piece. Everything is still standing. So you know, no travel debacles. This no, time? I got home effortlessly how about that yeah great times you may be wondering if you're here for the first time what is the mail-in podcast simply put we do our best to answer your questions you may run into situations in your 20s or 30s or 40s or teens i don't know any situation that you may need help with and we know what you're going through and we're going to help you get through them kayla try to make you laugh try to make you smile we try to make you think and we try to make you remember a situation you've been in that may have, or that may have, uh, you may have been in yourself. Excuse me. What are you part. saying? <laughs> we make you laugh. We make you smile. We try to make you think. We try to make you remember a situation you've been in that you may have been in yourself before that you got through. Wow, deep cuts. Now, how can you help us out? Tell a friend about the Mailin Podcast. It's the easiest way to get into the Washed Media Network. Hop in here and just easy listening, right, Kayla? Easy listening. Do us a favor and subscribe on iTunes, follow on Spotify, and call in and give us some content to work with. We have great voicemails. We have great questions all the time. Here's how you contribute. 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. And mail like the letter, not the gender. Uh, we'll get you into the voicemail hotline. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter or Instagram bio, at Podcast. And the new feature alert, not even new at, at this point, but if you're on Spotify, there is a box at the bottom of this description of the episode that allows you to write in your questions there. So plenty of ways to get in. Too many ways. Kayla, <laughs> do you have any follow-ups from last I week? I have a few. So first of all, I got a lot of feedback regarding lab-grown diamonds. All very positive. But from both receivers of lab-grown diamonds and givers of lab grown diamonds so okay. really the consensus is that they are worth it it's you're saving money you're getting a you know a better or bigger more grander ring than a natural diamond and they're ethically like you don't have to feel bad about like having a blood diamond oh so okay. that's one thing to think about environmentally friendly um so that was one zero thing. carbon footprint so if you guys were on the fence that's about a, them i'm here joke. just to tell you just to just to do it. Go for it. Okay. Um, next, you, I want to apologize for those people that have sent me messages to set them up as I did send out a call to action on this. I have not gotten around to it, but I will be doing something about it this week. So just hold on tight. These are friend setups or are these I like mean, romantic everything, setups? everything. I'm a matchmaker now. Friend, romantic, you know, everything. Wow. So keep an eye out for Kayla in the uh, the matchmaking. <laughs> if it goes well, I'm going to start charging for this. You should <laughs> Millionaire be a, matchmaker. A relationship consultant. Oh, wow. Okay. Or friendship consultant. I'm going to start like making you guys do like a quiz before I like set you up oh. with your friends to see like who you're most compatible with. Yeah. What is your criteria at this point? 
I mean, I don't have any. Just people that want friends. In the same city. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So look out. It's happening. This week on the Mail-In Podcast, we have eight questions, two of which are voicemails. Uh, we are very excited to get into them. Kayla, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. This first one comes from Patrick. Patrick asks us, hey, guys, uh, my girlfriend and I have been dating for five years, living together for three so popping the big question has definitely been on my mind, and the pressure has been on as some of our friends are starting to get engaged. However, I am worried about joining our finances. I don't want to be selfish or materialistic, but I am hesitant to inherit her financial issues. She is currently in a bit of a career slump working minimum wage jobs while she figures out what she wants to do next. She has over 5K in credit card debt, and it's only getting bigger and already has a terrible credit score. I, on the other hand, run my own business, own the house we live in, have a great credit score, and zero credit card debt. Am I wrong for maybe not wanting to get engaged until her finances are a little more stable? If so, should this be something she and I talk about with full transparency? Would love your input on the situation. Let's talk finances, Kayla. Finances. This is well, like a financial episode. Well, first of all, I'm going to be the one that says $5,000 of credit card debt is not a deal breaker. Correct. If that was in the double digits, I would be a little more concerned. That seems like a somewhat average, if lower than average, amount mm-hmm. of credit card debt. But he does say it's getting bigger, so that's the cause to be concerned about, Correct. I suppose. Yep. It seems like the she cannot pay down that yes, credit card debt. Yes, and that's debt. just getting worse. Yeah. Um, so... Ooh, I do think you. Uh, he does ask if they should have a conversation with full transparency. 1,000%. Mm-hmm. I think that's your first step. Um, and in terms of getting married, I don't think that it would be – it's not frowned upon or nor is it a bad decision to maybe consider a prenuptial agreement, which people do these days, to separate them from their potential – their spouse's debt. That's a thing that is very common Especially with like be, the rising you, student debt. I was gonna say it used to be something that was like a celebrity yeah, thing. Yeah, it happens all the time. Now, now it's much more common. Yeah. Um, again, five five grand in credit card debt. I've I've been there. I mean, everybody has. Yeah, I, I don't want to debt shame people oh, here. No. Um, because it, at some point, like when I moved down here, for example, I I got basically had to move on a credit card because I just I was in between working jobs at twenty five. Mm-hmm. So, um. Don't debt shame people. You know, there's reasons for getting into it. There's a lot of ways to get out of it. Um, and I, I don't think this is a deal breaker. And I, I don't think that having zero credit card debt is like this. I, I don't I don't want you to get preachy for having no yeah, credit card debt. Yeah, there's, I totally agree. There's like, nothing good, wrong. Good for you. And like yes, that's yeah, an absolutely. accomplishment. But also like other people may not be as, you know, informed on how to do it you know how to start the credit card and be able to do it you know because that's Mm -hmm. one thing i will say it's like no one teaches you how to have a credit card you don't learn about it like you really don't learn about it and it took my very first credit card experience was terrible i didn't Mm -hmm. understand how it worked i didn't get it and so it led to like a pretty shoddy situation that i you know i resolved it but it's just you don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody has ever taught. Nobody. Te- you don't learn this in school. Like we learn everything except for how to actually be like a grown up with financial mm-hmm. things to worry about. So um, 
he mentioned full transparency here. I think you mentioned it as well. Obviously, the conversation is one that you need to have um, before you're thinking about getting engaged. Well, I know you're thinking about it. Before you do get engaged, mm -hmm. you need to be having this conversation about finances, um, where where y'all are, are headed in that direction. But but I, I don't want you to to shame her. You know, like don't don't get like I'm not marrying you unless you take care of your credit yeah. card debt. That should never. That, no, that's not that's, what about marriage that will make is her about. Feel good That'll either. make her feel, yeah. feel terrible. I don't. I don't want you that to ever be uh, uh, the end all be all and why you don't get married to the person you love. Like that's that seems to me crazy. But yeah, and I I do think that talking about it and maybe presenting the option of the prenup would be something you definitely need to do just to and like make sure that I you explain it. I feel like that's even it. aggressive. Like that that I also would, would put her in a, a terrible Yeah, mood. but I would explain it just kind of being like I'm not doing this because I'm anticipating a divorce. I just want to make sure that our finances are kept separate. Like that's what you should do i don't know hey but i don't know i, I, I don't be i think offended. that's a little much. i wouldn't be offended if i knew all these things about myself that like i had a credit card that was only increasing with debt and if i knew mm -hmm. i had a bad credit score i wouldn't feel badly if someone came to me with like concern about it yeah and i, I don't know I, I think that if it's a problem where she's actively like just Buying, buying shit she stuff doesn't that need, she doesn't need that and, is something that would you know kind of yeah. tick me off if like i knew that you have this problem but yet then every day something is arriving that you're buying that you don't need right yeah if it's yeah. a financial if it's not a financial literacy issue or it's not like a a, a circumstantial issue uh -huh. if it's like a genuine yeah it's like she uses you know, it to live she survives psychological on it. yeah not problem but she's genuinely using the credit card for uh, materialistic purchases that she doesn't need or you know like th obviously there's a, a a wrong way to use a credit card if yes. that's the case i think it, i'd have a different answer but as is it sounds like it's just kind of yeah, like the way she's surviving, surviving yeah. yeah without the context of how she's using it it's hard for us to get you know into specifics mm -hmm. or into anything a little deeper than that just because we really don't know how she's using it yeah but the, the credit score is something i had that happen to me because i had my identity stolen <laughs> yep. so i had a shitty credit card i mean i'm sorry a shitty credit score for a bit but um that's one thing that is hard to change it's really really hard sure. to make that better so that's in in the future, if you're married and you want to buy a new house, mm -hmm. that will probably really screw you because your interest rates are going to be pretty high if she has a bad score. Mm -hmm. So that's something to, I mean, think about as well. That's kind of makes it a little difficult. That's maybe where he's coming from, just like in terms of growing their future together. That's going to be something that brings them both down. Mm -hmm. And if you do, if you do want to eventually marry this girl. You know, she's like, she's going to be part of your life. So work with her. You have a great financial situation. That's mm -hmm. something to commend. But work with her to get out of whatever situation she may be in with a job, with a uh, financial plan, yeah. right? Um, and 
you know that, that that's like don't don't berate her for the I guess. I, the, yeah, I agree. Here. One other suggestion. This may be a little controversial, but if you do get married, I and you know she if if it is a spending problem that she has, not like mm-hmm. a survival problem. If it is just like buying things she doesn't need, that becomes a situation where I feel like as a like a married couple you need to discuss a budget like you need to have spreadsheets you need to have things a lot you know you don't want to be spending beyond your means especially Mm -hmm. if you know she has the potential to overspend like that's something you definitely and then if you get married and have children it will only make it worse so that's something that i do think you should probably like address sooner and like let her know like not your expectations but just like if we get married and like Mm -hmm. this this can't we can't li- I can't continue if you're going to just be spending like very irresponsibly. Sure. But yeah, definitely conversation. You have yeah. to have a conversation. And it may be a little she may it, it's going to be hard to not offend, I do feel like, but just mm-hmm. choose your words carefully and don't preach. Agreed. You know what you can preach though. What can you preach? Uh quality at a fair price, especially with our friends at Harry's. Too often we're choosing between quality or a fair price. With Harry's, you do not have to choose because they give you award-winning blades at factory direct prices. I'm on Harry's now, Kayla. Well, tell us about Harry's, Brett. I'm just I'm shaving better than I've ever shaved okay. in my life. So, okay. And why is that? Because it's just comfortable, it's convenient. It's it, it doesn't nick, it doesn't tug, it doesn't tag. It's just it, it's Smooth. one of those razors that you know. I was an electric guy like for a long time. Like oh yeah, my dad used to keep his in his console of his truck, and every morning he would shave his way to work. That's a lot. Uh, <laughs> I don't do that, but so I'm I'm new to the blade shave game, and okay. I what I've found is that it makes my skin feel better afterwards. It comes in a little darker after. I shave, so oh. it's like kind of I kind of have well, scruff for the first time. Shaving is That's a cool. natural exfoliant oh. for your skin, so shaving not natural, but it's like an exfoliant. So if you use a razor, you're actually exfoliating your skin as well as you know shaving the hair off. So you're going to have a glowing complexion. Interesting, mm-hmm. and it's like it's kind of like a badass little razor too. It's like men's the... razors are so nice, and the girl ones we just get these like little pink things. Like men's razors are so much better. You probably use a Harry's. Camera. Oh, I I will. Harry's delivers a close, comfortable shave at a fair price, only two dollars per refill on the blades. Look at that. That's pretty. Harry's cheap. believes in quality so much that they bought their own factory in Germany, so they could own every step of the manufacturing process. How about that? How do wow. they do that, Kayla? Uh, simple. They combined an ergonomic design with five sharp blades. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Harrysing. Harrysing. Okay. Their German factory is one of the select few manufacturers in the world that have mastered the technology to create a gothic arch. That sounds The intense. gold standard for razor blade grinding. Grinding. That's above my pay grade, but it sounds like they have figured it out. <laughs> they have a 100% quality guarantee behind the quality of their blades. Uh, st- they stand behind the quality of their blades so much that they have a 100% money back guarantee. How about that? If you don't like it, just send it back. But you're going to love it. So but you're going to love do that. it because it's close, it's comfortable, and it makes you feel kind of like like manlier shaving with a razor like, like the, that. The shaving commercials, I mean, that yeah. just seems like such like a cool thing to do as a guy. 
You ready for this? Here's how you get your Harry's. Here's how you how, how you step your shave game up. I don't care where you shave. I just know <laughs> you want to step your game up. For a limited time, Harry's has an exclusive offer for listeners of this very show. New customers can get a Harry's starter set and a free body wash for just $3. Do you hear that? Three dollars for the whole kit. Harry's.com slash mail in. That's over a sixteen dollar value for three bucks. That's crazy. Upgrade your shave game for three dollars. Here's what you get: a five blade razor, the weighted handle, foaming shave gel, a travel cover, and a travel size for three dollars for three bucks. Three dollars? How about that deal? It's incredible. That's insane. But act fast while supplies last. Go to harrys.com slash mail-in to redeem your offer. Kayla, how about a voicemail? Let's hear it. Is that the voicemail button? No, it's do 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 There it is. Yeah. Hi, Brett and Kayla. I just got my first big girl job. So I'm trying to, you know, start building my savings, but I'm in my 20s, but so obviously still want to have money to have fun. What do you guys think is an appropriate amount of each paycheck to be putting in my savings? Like 10%, 15%, 5%, I don't know. Help me out. Love you guys. Bye. Again, per- the personal finance this episode. This is hashtag finance episode. <laughs> I love this question because there's no right answer. Uh, yeah. The... The correct answer is what you can afford. That's very true. The internet will tell you 10%. The internet will tell you 15%. The internet will tell you some random number that does not consider any cost of living, any situation, whatever. The correct answer is what you can afford. 10% is a good ballpark. Um, But then again, I I think I'm a little different because I don't save for retirement. I save for a lake house or a car (laughs) or a boat. Like uh, My savings... My savings, I, I say savings. My accounts that I invest in are meant to be for fun purchases down the line. Um, some of that will be retirement, I'm sure. But like, I think my my time horizon, I tend to look a little shorter. And I tend to like, I'm going to want to take an awesome vacation when I'm 30-something. Mm-hmm. And I'm saving for that already by investing. Fun money in a way. Exactly. Yeah. The thing, the interesting thing is um, that I didn't save any money at 24, 23, 22. Oh, uh, no. And Not that's, at all. That's fine. If you are in a situation where you're like, for example, I lived in New York City mm-hmm. and I couldn't. I couldn't afford it. Like I, I was coming down, my mm-hmm. bank account would have uh, double digits at the end of a pay period sometimes where I was like, I got $42 in here. <laughs> And Been there. I got to go get pasta. Like yeah. that, there are situations, depending on where you live and what you, what your job is, and it, that sometimes you just can't, and that's okay, especially at twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, it's um, it's understandable. I mean, the way that I see it is, you need to figure out how much your paychecks are going to be. Yeah. And you won't know that again until once you've been on the job for a couple of weeks and you get your first check. And then you plan out your rent, your utilities, your car payment. You get everything situated. Then you see what your balance will be. Spreadsheets are your best friend. Yeah. If you can budget, I'm really bad at like setting numbers for mm-hmm. budgets. I just always know in my mind like how much I have left after 
I paid my credit card, I paid my car, I paid my rent. And then that, depending on what it is that month, that's what I decide on how much I'm going to transfer over. Mm -hmm. There is something that I used to use, actually. It doesn't work with my bank account anymore. But there's an app called Digit. Have you heard of Digit, Brett? This is not an ad. Digit um, connects to your, your checking account. And every couple days, it will like check in and see what your balance is. Mm. And depending on your balance, it will pull a very small percentage of that and put it into their own little savings account. So if you if you only have twenty dollars in there, Mm -hmm. then they'll pull like a dollar. And it's such small amounts, and it's every few days that you don't even notice it's happening. And then after a few months, you have a couple hundred bucks in there, and you're like, "How did that happen?" Absolutely. And I love I loved having a digit because I wouldn't even think about it. Mm -hmm. That something would come around where I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm going on a trip, and I don't have any spending money. Like I forgot to budget for that spending money. Like after Mm -hmm. you plan for the trip, that I'm like, oh." I have my digit balance. And it's it's a really cool app that if it connects to your bank, I think it's it's incredible because you don't even know that it's you, – you don't notice the money has gone. But gotcha. that's on top of actually already pulling from your – I would definitely do a regular savings account, but that's just like one thing to think of. Yeah, there are so many products nowadays um, that you can use in this personal finance. Like I want to mm-hmm. kind of get started in putting money away. Um, there's – Betterment and uh, like Acorns, for example, rounds up every purchase you make. So mm-hmm. say you buy coffee for five dollars and fourteen cents, it puts the other um, like eighty six dollars, eighty six cents. Took me way too long to yeah, do the math. <laughs> Put the other eighty six cents and invests it for you. Oh, so you, it rounds up every purchase okay. to a dollar amount, and like over the course of a month, all of a sudden you have like. Seventy two dollars. Yeah. And then it, it's automatically investing that. So the next month you all have one hundred and fifty six dollars. And like the spending money that you talked about, you're like, holy shit, I can mm-hmm. pull some of this out and do something with it and not even think about it. So there are so many ways to go down a personal financial path. Um, some people are super long term and that's why they're doing they like stuff their 401k which I have my own opinions about, but I digress. <laughs> if you're not, if your company's not matching any 401k money, you're better off doing it by yourself. Yeah, just saying. that's very true. Um, but it, that's that's like an extreme long term, right? Because you can't touch it without a huge penalty until you're 50 something. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the shorter term stuff, like and not popular to say right now, but have a Robinhood account that you can automatically deposit something each month. Uh, but the the start of this question always begins with budget. Do not even have a percentage number in your brain yeah, until you know what is left yeah. over. And I don't love month. the percentage. I just no, think it's, like it's all say, say you pay all your bills and you somehow have a couple extra hundred dollars than you normally do. Then put that in there. Like I like to just look at it and based on what I see in there after everything's paid as I'm like say I'm doing something later that month that I know I'm going to need a couple extra bucks for. Then I won't put as much that month. But you always yeah. should do something whether it's $10, mm-hmm. whether it's $500. Like you always should do something just because – you don't want to like have a pay period go by that's wasted on not contributing. Yeah, and but there's there's the other argument like where I you know I tell my friends this I'm like you your people go savings broke and the, what I mean by that is they put so much away and they invest so much that they they don't want to do things or they do it but they put everything on on credit in the near term it's like 
you're going to want to live your life at some mm-hmm. point and you're going to want to take a trip and, and buy new skis or like don't paralyze your yourself by thinking for 52 year old Kayla or 52 okay, year old. I'm never going to be 52 Brett. <laughs> never. But, but that's what I mean. Like don't <laughs> at some at some point I'm all for saving what's comfortable and saving what's good and and there's no right but there's everybody's different but don't don't put yourself in a bind because you're saving too much money and like missing out on something in your life there's one thing that i always think about there's also a really funny like kevin hart comedy special where he talks about this where you put a lot of your check into your savings and then as you need it you transfer it over if you don't that is if you have unlimited transfers yeah and there's a whole like i used to do this like i would put my whole check in my savings Mm -hmm. then whenever i'd be at the grocery store i would transfer over like 80 dollars and i would do it every single time i would do something just to like check and balance myself but then Sometimes it's like you're trying to buy something and you're like, hold on. <laughs> you see? And his yeah. whole bit's like, you see, I put everything in and then my savings again, then I got to put it over in my checking. And it's mm. really funny. You Usually savings account it. gives you a little juice on that too. I think the yeah. rates are like 0.15% at this point on savings accounts and CDs are like 1.15. So not exactly crushing it. But Well, moral of the story, what you can afford. Every yep. little bit counts. And if you need to pull from it, you also need to have like emergency funds too. Like rainy day fund. What rainy the, day the fund? The rainy day fund. Yeah. If you if you really want um, resources better than Taylor and <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, uh, I would look it up. <laughs> YouTube YouTube is is really? so good for this stuff because it's one thing to read articles and see the ten percent that like these are people that are are speaking out of situations where they they have plenty of money and they don't realize the situations that people are in mm-hmm. in their mid-20s. There's also lots of Instagram accounts about budgeting, yeah. too, that, like, they, they provide you with, like, um, papers you can print out where mm-hmm. you, like, you write in your budget and then it helps you to um, figure out everything there. And yeah. you can put them in binders. Actually, that's that's going to be my my New Year's resolution. Budget? Yeah. It's uh, – I'll show you my spreadsheet oh. after the show. Okay. It's – well, colorful see, I had, and balanced out and i have um, my like contributions to my my investment accounts it's it's all uh, it's probably the best thing i've done for my financial health since uh calling my credit card company and saying that my credit score is terrible because i had a loan that i didn't know about for oh, school did i ever tell you this story no but we don't need to get into yeah. it <laughs> i had a hundred late payments because it was like one of those bundled student loans. So it was 10, 10 loans in one. So each month I was getting 10 late payments. And then they were sending the, the notices oh to my old my apartment gosh. in Boston. And you weren't getting it. Which I hadn't lived. But like could a, could a phone call would have sufficed. And maybe oh, yeah. a voicemail. But no, they had to lapse like 100 late payments. So. Well, what was that app that a couple years ago came out? Okay, because I'm remi- I got it, and it was like where you go on there and you budget for like your entertainment, your meals, and then it would like oh, God, email so you many. and be like you were a hundred percent over budget yeah. for meals this month. I did that, and it just shamed me every month, so I just got yeah. rid of it because I didn't want to know. Well, a lot of the times too, like people just don't realize how much you spent. I don't want to know that I spent this much on retail. Like, yeah. don't tell me that. Like, people, out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> budget. 100 bucks for groceries a week and all of a sudden you spend 90 dollars at heb on like dinner mm-hmm. for two days and wine and all of a sudden 
you're like, wait a, wait, wait a second. Yeah, and those emails, they are yeah. like taunting you and they're like mean. They're, it's like very condescending. Should I put my, uh, my budget template on? on oh, my, yeah, uh, Brett, let everyone see it. Not, but share I won't, it. Why I won't share my budget? I will share no, my No, well, template. not your budget, but you know, like this is spreadsheet. Perfect. Let's do a, uh, a more lighthearted one, shall we? Let's go. Ooh, there we go. Uh, this one's from Jack. Jack says, what is the most condescending but friendly but not friendly <laughs> name a guy can call another guy that he doesn't know? For example, hey, guy, or hey, pal, or hey, chief, oh, okay. bud, buddy, bro, dude, kid, vice versa for girls, sweetie, honey. Can't think of a ton more. Help me out here, Kayla. Uh, that comes from Jack. What is the most condescending thing you can hear from a non-pal? If someone calls me sweetie, hey, I'm sweetie. I'm coming at you with some attitude. Ooh. If I don't know you and you're a man and you're calling me sweetie and you're not like someone's dad mm-hmm. like or an f- older family member, I am not okay with being called sweetie really in any capacity. Um. I'm just thinking of like honey, somebody at a bar being like Honey's like something I feel like husbands sugar. call wives. You know, like honey's it's like very I don't know. Honey. Ugh. Um I can't think of anything else for the, both, but as far as guys go, I buddy. feel like I think that like buddy is fine. Bro oh. Bro, if you're young if you're younger, I feel you can get away with bro. But calling a guy p- chief <laughs> or pal guy Buddy and dude, Chief are if you get a hey buddy, then it, there it is, there's, buddy? yeah, there's hands being thrown. Wait, which one do you think is? What's up, buddy? Which one do you think is the best one? Like, what are you using? Oh, I love, I love guy. Guy, hey, hey guy. guy, hey guy. See, I say pal too. I, I say think girl, is... not girl. I say lady. Like, especially if it's like somebody I don't really talk to a lot, and I need something, I want to ask a question. I say hey lady a lot. Okay. But it's not like hey lady. No, it's like hey lady instead of girl, because I will never be a hey girl girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Uh, no, I, never. I don't hate that, but for me, I use "Hey pal" and "Hey guy" all the time, and I think it might come off as condescending. So I apologize if my friends are like, "Yeah, dude." You I do feel that like guy, I feel like "Hey guy" is like a "Where you're from" kind of thing. I've yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anybody I know say "Hey guy." Um, Buddy is one that I would say the people I know use the most. Dude has left my vocabulary for the most part, except if I'm like, "Dude, look at this." There's no but if hey it's someone dude. that you don't really know, if you're calling them dude, it seems kind of like the most condescending. Like you're trying thing. to start a fight or um, pal. Yeah, pa- well, I, I like to hate pal. But the most condescending thing you can do is if you know a guy's name who's like Dave, and you're like, oh, hey, Derek, you just call him by like the wrong name. I did that to somebody on t- one time on purpose because hey, the guy was such like a tool. Brent. I had to call him by the wrong name <laughs> to humble him. Is yeah. I for some reason that fires me up beyond belief. Okay, kid, I think kid is bad. Um, let me see. Sweetie or honey, what are other ones for girl girl? Ugh. Like if you bachelor at party, you don't know half the squad. I say ladies. Ladies, ladies. just plural. Where do you Oh fall god, on? if it's plural, I don't know if I like hey ladies at all. That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> no, if it's one girl, like you say hey ladies? lady. I say oh, no, lady. hey lady. Oh, if it's a group, a group of like I'm in a bachelorette where, text right now. Where do you fall in like hey bitch? Hey bitch. Hey bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I 
Or like, I'm thinking of like work emails, like dear all, <laughs> like dear all. Dear all. We're sincerely, gonna get, regards. Yeah, sincerely, time to get turned. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's not a whole lot for girls that are good that aren't cringy at all. But I really particularly do not like to be called sweetie by anybody. Okay. Where do you fall on pet names and relationships? I think that the only two that should ever be used are babe or baby. Or like something funny that's like an inside joke is cute, but like you don't say it in front of other people, you know? Like sugar bear. Like you, that's <laughs> cute to like keep to you. You know, like if you have something funny that you say, like yeah. keep it to yourself. I have some really embarrassing ones I could say, but I'm not like, going like to. Muffin. To like a roast. Like, hey, <laughs> My boyfriend and I who call each other stupid I called, things. I call Dodge Muffin. But Caroline we don't do it that, on but. purpose. It's just like something funny that we saw that day that's like funny that we say a couple times and then like we move on to the next thing. But I'm not, we're not like saying anything <laughs> super cheesy. Give me one of your weird name. Like, what do you say? <laughs> no. Like, hey, like, hey, hey, uh, muskrat. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Muskrat. I don't know. No, I'm not gonna say. You're I'm rhino. getting red. I'm like sweating. Oh no, but okay. I think babe and baby are the only ones you can say. But I I hate the people that are like out in public that are like, hey babe, 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 like screaming at each yeah. other and like they don't ever use their real names in public. Like, I hate that. I'm d- I'm very down for like a hey babe around the house. Like yeah. a hey babe. Um, around the house, I yeah. feel like in front of other people is where it kind of makes other people uncomfortable. That's fair. That's fair. I need yeah. to. I need to be in person to 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 feel that. But yeah, I don't but know. we all know yeah. those couples that only call each other babe like in front of everybody, and it's just like they're screaming across the room like babe, and it's like we get it. A baby in public. I don't. I don't A think. baby in public. No. I don't think I'm going there. <laughs> you shouldn't I don't go think there. I'm going there. Okay, wait, hun. I hate hun. Like just. Uh. H U N. I think I've ever dropped a honey. Hun. Oh, honey's on Sweetheart. here already. But the way he spelled it for some reason, it didn't click with me. Sweetheart. Sweetheart's fine. Doesn't really bother me. Um, I just really don't like hun. Sweet cheeks. Yikes. Okay, so this is I I know this super creepy guy. I think I've shown you these texts before, Brett. Oh boy. And actually I know somebody else who knows this guy. And like every few months he'll just like throw out a text. I think he mass texts every single female name in his phone. And it'll be he'll say like the creepy I, I don't reply. I need to just block the number. Yeah. But um he'll it'll be like, Hey honey pot or like Every single time, it's like the strangest pet name. Ugh. And my coworker and I, who also gets them, whenever either of us used to get them, it's been a very long time. We would always send them to each other. to Like, they'd come within minutes of each other. Which, you know, this he's just cranking out these texts when you saying, like, the creepiest things. There was a, yeah, that sentence. <laughs> like, haughty. <laughs> like, yeah, even Randy is laughing. Wait. Oh, that sentence just could have been worded so much what different. Did, let's wait, go to the, what did let's I go to say? The, nothing. Let's go to the next one. What Kayla. did I say? I didn't get it. Now I'm hot and sweating because oh, I'm nervous. Wait, what did I say? Next one. I I didn't catch it. I need to know. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> uncomfortable. This one comes from Rob. <laughs> Rob says, hey, Kayla and Brett, <laughs> my girlfriend and I. It was a cranking them out. <laughs> yeah, Did I say cranking them out? <laughs> Within minutes of each other, you said. I'm so sorry. I thought Randy was laughing at how funny that 
I thought I said no. something really funny. But Randy it wasn't. and I made eye contact, and it got that's when it got funny. And I <laughs> thought he was laughing at with me, not at me. No, we so. were laughing at you. Okay, sorry. Continue. This one comes from Rob. <laughs> Rob says, "My girlfriend and I have been dating for about eight months, and lately things have started to get pretty rocky. We have now decided to go on a break." I think we've all been here before and probably have an idea of where things are going. But I care about her a lot, and I don't want to give up just yet. But there's also definitely some big disagreements going on that we don't know how to address. What's the move here? What's the best way to handle a break, Kayla? Um, The first answer here is a little thing called space. You ever heard of it? Absolutely the answer. We don't even have to to railroad this one into oblivion. This is a space answer yeah. through and through um i i would also note that you need to while you're taking this space you really need to sit and think very hard on these big disagreements mm-hmm. potentially you know i'm a b- big you know supporter of mental health so this isn't necessarily even mental health but if you have a therapist or you could possibly see a therapist could afford to I would say that's something that you should also think about doing is Mm -hmm. speaking with somebody professionally about this just so they can kind of coach you through um, how to handle the potential of getting back together and working through these disagreements. Mm Because it could be things that are like, if it's a non-negotiable for you, then that's the kind of thing where you have to really just probably go your own, your separate ways. If it's a non-negotiable, that is. Mm -hmm. Space is the answer, and I know it feels it would, it'll it'll feel hard in the moment to to not check up on. <laughs> Come on, sorry. the fact that we went into this question after you guys were laughing at me saying, "Crank them I know. out!" I haven't. <laughs> we have a, a a fiduciary to to help Rob here. I fiduciary know, commitment. but I keep I keep breaking. Um, <sighs> speaking of breaking, what's the best way to handle oh. the break, Kayla? Space is the answer because. You are going to want to text this person. You're going to want to call this person. You're going to want to look at this person on Instagram. Um, you you just you, time heals all, mm-hmm. and that's the most true saying I think I've ever come across. B- being blunt, like you need to just let it, like let this go, Rob. Oh, so you think that they shouldn't try? No, to I don't. I think work it out. I don't think that. I think like let go and have space between y'all okay and don't like and, and don't do fake space where it's like you don't talk to each other all day and then you have a two-hour phone conversation each no night. you don't see each other you don't talk you just i think really, you also should set a time limit on it like you should do a hard break for like maybe yeah. a month or a couple of weeks where mm-hmm. you have absolutely no contact and then you can ease after that month has gone by or however long you do the hard break for, you think about where you want to go, how you feel about it. If yeah. you feel like you want to keep trying to make it work, and so does she, then you start to ease into maybe you start to just date again. Like mm-hmm. you start from the beginning, back to basics. Like you go from probably seeing each other frequently to you know maybe just seeing each other a few times a week, like going on just like a dinner date, and then going home to your own places. Like not... Yeah. And then you you slowly ease into the more of like a full on relationship. Yeah, I I understand the catch twenty two here and the advice we're giving, which is he says, hey, we have some disagreements. The best way to do handle a disagreement is communication. Mm-hmm. The worst way to handle a break is communication. So I I understand that that feels a little two sided, um, but 
think about where the disagreements are coming from and whether the break is because of these or because of something else. Like, is there is there an attraction issue? Is there a like who, a trust issue? A trust, right? Uh, where where do the disagreements timing, stem from? Yeah, and realize that probably at the root of that, the space is going to alleviate some of these concerns. Yeah, and then again during during the break is when you can really take maybe like this sounds people will probably roast me for saying this, but even like a journal. Like, write down your thoughts and how you're feeling just so that you can make sure you're keeping track of all that and you have it all in one place. And just, like, how you're feeling over time. Um, and write down maybe things that have come up in your mind that you would like to talk about, but because you're not communicating, you mm-hmm. can't address yet. Just, like, keep yep. a note of things that you want to talk about once you are able to. The other important thing here is that when you have a, a communication gap – to fill that communication with somebody else, whether it's a friend or oh, a therapist yeah. or a, like you, you, you don't let it just sit in your own head all day. You still want to be talking. You still need to communicate. You need to communicate your feelings. You need to um, handle the situation outside your own head, which I felt has helped me in the past is mm-hmm. like, if I just need to have a break or need space, um, it's still talking to somebody else about what I'm, feeling or what my day is like like stuff like that can be you know compartmentalized into something different um now there's one thing that i'm going to say that (laughs) goes back to a show we all know and love called friends now this is where you need to be very clear on some things like if you're on a break you need to discuss if you are seeing other people sure because you, if it's not discussed and then one person assumes that you are, mm-hmm. then they go off and do something that is, you know, unforgivable for yeah. the other person. So I do think if you're going to take a solid break, you need some sort of, you know, not rules, but like an outline yeah. of how you're proceeding because you just want to make sure that you're on the same page. And so if, if you are both not open to seeing other people, then you are not seeing other people like you know, yeah, and, and but I don't think it, you should be scared of no. Of you should maybe them, entertain if. But don't be scared of allowing them on. to do that. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to be the, like the break where it's a hard communication exit, but also hard rules on not seeing other people is just going to create this anxiety yes. like mishmash that you don't want or you don't need. Like a, a break should constitute a break. You are free. I am free. It is entirely up to y'all about what you do outside and that will help you the quickest and the most. Yes. In this and then you may go on a date with somebody and then you realize how much you don't want to do that sure. and how you just want to be with your person. And that the dating thing can either, if you're on the same page and you're discussing it and it's made clear that that's what you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's really helpful to not get, not necessarily get it out of your system, but just to, to do it so that you're not, I don't know. Um, Thinking about doing bad things. Just <laughs> agreed. Um, let's go before we go to the next one. I'm going to tell you guys about how I word emails here. You know how I uh, get more deals done, Kayla? How? Grammarly. It's my favorite plugin on the internet. Oh wow! Because you know what it does? What does it do? Improves everything about my written word from emails to texts to. Uh, to uh, like writing up a document to 
agreements and deals that we do. Grammarly has been there for me. Um, I have a problem in my emails that I get too lengthy. Oh. I like to... Shocked. I like to <laughs> stream of consciousness my emails, which is fine and attached and fine in a, you know... I don't know. I do think that... Sorry, go on. I get stream of consciousness to the point where the email almost becomes unreadable. Grammarly has basically fixed that entire problem for me. To be clear, Grammarly effectively gives you better communication more than just catching spelling mistakes. Grammarly Premium offers you real-time feedback and insights to help elevate your writing through tone, word choice, clarity, and more. Because we get so many messages and documents, things start to blend together or sound the same. So more effective writing is the key to making better connections. I have found that out firsthand. Do you have a, a situation, Kayla, when you're doing writing where it's like, oh, fuck, I, I just... I get bad at this. Sometimes I do feel like I think too much about it. Okay. Like I'm like, oh, did I do I sound too excited? Do I sound a little spicy and mm-hmm. rude? You know, I like the idea of being checked. It also helps you expand your vocabulary by replacing boring or bland words with with ones that are more exciting. That's How good. about that? Yeah. Um, Grammarly Premium helps you write like a pro with advanced real time feedback. This is how you level up your writing for work, school, or in-personal projects. And premium features include advanced suggestions on grammar, punctuation, sentence structure, and style. It's the perfect writing tool for anyone who wants to stand out with every word. I want you to harness the power of Grammarly on every platform with their desktop editor, browser plugin, and mobile apps to improve your writing in every uh, every sense of the word. Outlook, Gmail, Twitter, LinkedIn, and more. Don't just say it. Make a statement with clear, flawless text that's sure to impress. Grammarly doesn't just correct your grammar mistakes. It helps you build your skills as a writer. It also has a feature that um, tells you how likely the person is to respond. Oh. Which I'm all based about. On, based on just how you worded everything? Yep. So it's awesome. like your your respond respondability meter is like, Red, gr- yellow, or green. Is this this works with text too? Yeah, works with everything. <laughs> people need, people need that. So here's the deal: elevate your writing with twenty percent off Grammarly Premium by signing up at Grammarly.com/mail m-a-i-l. That's twenty percent off Grammarly Premium at Grammarly.com/mail. Do a voicemail. Voicemail. <sighs> Come, I gotta be better with that, Kayla. <laughs> Kayla, Brett, uh, you know, I'm pretty about 30 now, and uh, getting older means, you know, the group dynamics switch more to dinner parties and stuff over the last couple of years. You know, it's customary to take the host, uh, you know, a little hostess gift. Um, I think, you know, bottle of wine is what, you know, most people do. However, here's my issue. Um, I don't drink, and part of that is, you know, personally, I don't similarly provide alcohol either, so I don't, you know taking a bottle of wine kind of out of the question for me. So I was wondering, what are some other good sort of hostess gifts? Um, I'll typically take like a case of Topo or something or, uh, you know, pick up a cheesecake from a bakery or something. But kind of wondering, you know, what are some ideas you all might have um, for some sober uh, host, hostess gifts? Yeah, uh, love to hear your thoughts. Bye. Well, that's from our buddy up there. Uh, who knows? Canada, North Dakota. We'll, I need to know where he's from. What a guy. What a voicemail. 
Dinner parties, Kayla. Dinner parties. You know that I episode? I love dinner parties. That's the best episode of television in the history of the world. I was doing that to be a basic bitch, and you, oh. just, you just ate it up. It's my favorite episode of TV ever. Oh, my God. We, I we have a candle maker, but you don't see me talking about this, it. We have to move Speaking on. Speaking of candles, candles are a great hostess gift. Nice segue. <laughs> Uh, get get one from like the fake Etsy ones that make the Jan candles from the office. Just to this it. guy too. That's like the first thing I was mind going to dinner parties. No one ever brings, brings me gifts. gifts I ever. love. I'm a, I'm a bottle of wine guy, but this guy's like not. He's that's not his jam. So candles are great. Also cutting boards. No one ever brings me hostess gifts. Any of my dinner parties, I always just tell people BYOB. Like mm-hmm. I'm supplying you food. Just show up with your own alcohol. Okay. And. Eight times out of ten people will show up with just alcohol for themselves and no one has no one brings me like this is for you for th- mm. th- we're thanking you for this. But I will say candles are phenomenal. Maybe I some like flowers. Um, okay. I do love the idea of a dessert, but you also should probably make sure that she's not or whoever is cooking he or she is not preparing a dessert. Because if I'm slaving over a dessert and then somebody walks in with like some patisserie cheesecake from some incredible bakery and then it overshadows like something i made like i'm gonna be a little upset (laughs) so i would if you're gonna do that i would double check if you're gonna bring any kind of food item i definitely think you should check with the hostess first and make sure she or he is not preparing something of that nature like like you said earlier like maybe a charcuterie make sure that she does not keep saying she that they are not Preparing an appetizer that then will that they have taken time and effort to put into, then you bring cheese and meats, and everyone's going nuts, and then their appetizer is collecting dust. Agreed, because the the first the first step in the process is, hey, can I bring anything? When they Always. inevitably say no, no, say okay, so that takes food out of the equation, takes food out, which means you go to the gift. I said cutting board, not charcuterie board. Oh, I thought you said such charcuterie. You, that's that's if like, hey, what what can I bring? They're like, yeah, oh, like, maybe an you, app, yeah. Bring an app. That's a no-brainer charcuterie board. But um, cutting board, cutting I board have pizza is nice. stones. I have pizza stones out the ass. Engraved with my initials. Really? For, yeah. Was, just for just a random dinner party? Wedding gift card. I wrong. would be well, – I, I would probably a, honestly shed a tear if somebody brought me an engraved cutting board. Like I would be so thankful. I would probably just fall well, to my knees and start to cry. It's got my initials in it though. Oh, why would someone – why would you take someone a it's, cutting board with your initials? It, this is the pizza stone thing. It's a long story. I was doing getting my buddy a wedding gift. Instead of putting one, I put 15 oh. in the thing. And I was like, wow, these are expensive. And – I was like the engraving though. I have fifteen pizza stones. <laughs> oh, that's like great. One. Maybe um, the best place that I would say to find little cute things to take. Maybe hit up your local anthropology. They have incredible like gift items. I thought they got canceled. Anthropology? Yeah, maybe not. I don't even care what they did, honestly. Oh, okay. I love anthropology. I take it back if it was something really <laughs> bad, then I care. But <laughs> I've never, I haven't heard of it, so I'm assuming it's not that bad. Okay, that's fair. But anthropology has a great selection of candles, um, like not incense. What are those? Oh, diffusers. Ooh. Um, and around Christmas, they have great ornaments. I think an ornament is a great gift if it's like a Christmas party. I like that. Um, if it is Thanksgiving, maybe a pie plate. Um, okay. A cake stand is good. Something if we're going all out here. <laughs> Hello, I bought you a cake stand. Oh, cake stand like a beautiful cake stand is incredible. I don't think I'm, I'm getting that. I think or, right, let's go back to let's go. We're, we're getting. I'm thinking. Okay, um, candles maybe, are great. Okay, so everyone 
likes to do like an after dinner espresso. So maybe, mm. how could you, you can't bring espresso. I got you a, an espresso maker. <laughs> hundreds of dollars. I want to invite whoever that is to my party. Um, ugh, I'm trying to think. Maybe like some nice um, napkins. Like not dinner napkins, but you know what I mean. Like, again, anthropology. Oven mitts. I just really <laughs> think that you're you go candle <laughs> flowers. I'm now I'm just thinking of things that I want. I know. I'm picturing um, like what, like Kayla hosts a dinner party. And you show up with oven mitts. And I bring in oven mitt. <laughs> I would be Hello. so thankful. I love imp- people that are also there like I'm dude, I brought so a bottle of like duck horn. To nobody bringing me anything that honestly you could show up and give me one single like spoon and I would be so excited. Um Okay, um, I'm just gonna say candle, flowers, diffuser. Um, gosh, a plant, a, a cute plant. plant. I don't need any more plants. So if any, why, why did you bring him a, a puppy? Like a plant, a living a cute, animal, like little succulent. <laughs> a succulent. Here's yeah. a cactus. Oh, don't some, hurt yourself. Some cheeses that maybe won't be eaten that night, but like some cheeses for them. Okay. <laughs> Just thinking, you're making fun of all my I answers. Am. I do think that the Topo Chico is a good, a good one. <laughs> I so love that how he brings then, a, a case of Topo. But Chico. then he has something to, you know, what we were talking about not drinking last week, having something to make you feel like you're a part of the activity. A Topo Chico is the, the perfect segue. I don't like them, but you know what the Topo it's Chico nice. reminds me of. This is something that I'm about to. Uh, all guys and not all girls. So hear me out here. Oh God! The, there's always a situation at a dinner party, maybe with somebody you don't know very well, where the the boys go out to get a, a drink from the outdoor fridge or the outdoor cooler. And I'm picturing the case of Topo Chico like in their garage, and they like run into each other on the outside. It's like, oh, hey, hey, oops, let me with scooch by you here. Yeah, because because everybody the girls always stay inside and they're like bantering love island style and the guys are always they do ought to get a, a beer from the outdoor fridge and bump into each other it's like oh hey uh, some uh some spread in there huh okay you're looking at me like that was i'm, I'm now i'm canceled was it sexist <laughs> no it wasn't but i, I get every what every you guy mean. out there is like i know the i know the but garage i don't I've been, know I've been i'm to, usually either i'm jerry breadstick's garage i, I was there oh, i want to be at jerry breadstick's garage okay anyways i don't know that there's anything else um candles just i'm gonna google i think candles perfect hostess gifts i just want to see what the old google machine has to say no that that plays into food it was a hostess cupcake cupcake joke anyway oh hostess cupcakes okay i get it oh um if let's see like a platter is nice like a serving platter Uh, oh like some nice soaps some nice soaps (laughs) You're gonna laugh at me. Some, how about some fudge? Some candy. Maybe a model rocket. Like some chocolates that are for them, that they're not for serving, you know, like a nice box of chocolates is good. Um a bag of starbursts. Okay. Oh, pink ones you're only. making fun of all these and I think they're really good. I think your first two were great and then you've gone off the rails. No, I do think that chocolates and a really nice or oh my god, like some jams. Oh, I'm getting hungry. You know what the difference between jam and jelly is? No. Let's go to the next one. This one is just a giant sausage sampler plate. <laughs> I just saw. Uh, yeah. This one comes from No Name. No Name asks us, hey, Brett and Kayla, love you guys and the pod. So I've been talking to this guy for a little while, and I think I like him and want to see where things go. Here's the problem. He's a horrible texter. Uh-oh. 
Like I always feel like I always have to start the convo, but once it started, the convo is great. We've had a few FaceTime dates and the convos during those have been awesome too, but like in context, but like when it comes to initiating anything, it's zilch from him. Is he just being nice and I let this guy go or should I try to push more? Thank you. Love you. Okay, no name. I'm going to give you a little suggestion. It's time for hey girl. movie night. Hey girl. Suggestion. There's okay. there's a little movie and I'm not I'm not trying to be harsh, but Movie night with this guy. A movie night alone. Oh. And it's called He's just not that into you. And it's hard to oh. say this because I'm rooting for you, but a lot of times we don't realize this. Like women we we try to think okay well maybe if maybe he's just been busy today and hasn't had a chance and hasn't like thought to text me but at the end of the day what this movie has taught what this movie teaches women is that if a guy wants to talk to you he will talk to you he will make the effort to speak to you and that's the main thing that i want you to take away from the movie is seeing it happen in real time is what the push you need to like bring that i guess i'm going to call it like a lifestyle mantra motto into your life it's just that's what i told myself if they want to talk to me they'll talk to me they'll make it happen so that's as a they in this situation oh yeah uh, <laughs> you are they you're absolutely right yeah absolutely i, I don't i hate I to be I harsh right. to no name and i'm sorry <laughs> we need to give her a name i don't like saying no name katie now there's scenarios for example like playing xbox where <laughs> Kayla just rolled her eyes so hard. <laughs> like playing Xbox or PS4 or 5 if you're lucky, where <laughs> five if you're lucky. the responses can get a little lengthy in between. That makes sense because you're in between breaks and you're just replying to everything and then you're going back to the game. Yeah, if he, t- okay. he touches you once every 25 minutes, it's very, very people know what he's doing. He's playing video games because <laughs> that's like the time of a Call of Duty game. Um. But, this seems like he's just not initiating at all. If he's not initiating, that's a problem. Where is, is there a Snapchat relationship? I also oh, know well, that. if there is, if he's not texting you, but he's Snapchatting you, get rid of him. I'm sorry. I, I, oh, I can't, don't get me started on that. Please. But um, there's nothing I hated more than a dude who will not reply to your text message, but will send you a fucking Snapchat of something so stupid that, and then you reply to that because you just want to reply because you're like, okay, well, they, they're, he sent that to 20 other girls. Like, that's the thing you have to get through your brain. It's like, that was, he was sent, the bat signal was what that was. He was putting out the bat signal. The Brad signal? The Brad. Yeah, his name will be Brad. He's putting out the Brad signal and seeing who replies. And then he'll just talk to you on there and not send you a formal text message. That is so terrible. Like, no, stop talking to him. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, the point is, is the initiation. The way that I, the initiation is just, the way that I would do it is if someone's not replying to me or they're not texting me, I would maybe reach out two times and see what happens. Like see how the conversation goes, then it dies. And then if I don't hear from them again, I'll do it one more time. And then if they don't reply to me ever again after that, then don't, then it's dead. I'm going to go one further. You get two texts and a story response. 
we'll see. That you're bringing Snapchat in as if it's we don't know. I'm no. I'm doing. I'm doing Instagram. Instagram. Now. Okay. Story responses where all good relationships go to die. Yeah, or or she's over here posting stories and she's seeing that he's watching them, but then he's not texting her. Mm -hmm. That's annoying. Mm -hmm. I just think it's the lack of initiation for me. It shows a lack of interest. Agreed. Agreed. Unfortunately, this is a case where uh, I'm going to say, let's move on. We had to give you the hard truth, and I'm we're sorry. We're yep. rooting for you, but you deserve better than this guy. Absolutely. Uh, there are uh, there's every uh, somebody has everybody out there. That that was not right. Somebody everybody has somebody is what I was going for. <laughs> I'm hopped up on liquid IV. <laughs> I feel like that's a song like everybody or somebody. It definitely got is. an everybody. Yeah. Okay. Everybody Anyways, look out for my <laughs> new single, <laughs> everybody. Yep. Initiation is a form of interest that, that you have to consider. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Or next question. throw up a thirst trap and see if you get that double tap. <laughs> Brett. What? Don't, don't encourage that. Because I'm just so many, we've all been there. We're like, we'll look really good and post a picture and just like see if they see it or like reply to it. And then what happens if they like hard eye emoji reaction? Like then I'm mad. Then we're back to the whole Then I'm pissed ball off. Game. Like, why can't you text me? But yet you can hard eye emoji me. That's when, that's when you'll get a response and then you don't text back. <gasps> see, that is the ultimate power move. But also then you're thinking like. What if I would have replied? What would have happened? Maybe they would have replied to me and then we would have been talking. No, you don't think that way. You just move on. You just don't say anything. <laughs> you just you, you just like snapped into like old school style. Like, oh, my God. I have PTSD. Ugh. Okay. Last That's one. what happens. Yeah. Okay. Can I read this one? Sure. You've taken over all of the reading ones. This call comes from Sydney. Help. I'm in Help. my mid-20s living in an apartment in Chicago. Randy. I love where I live, but my upstairs neighbors are driving my roommate and I insane. They're constantly playing music and watching TV at the loudest possible volume. They have hordes of people over every day of the week. They're always rearranging their furniture. We've heard them fighting and some something that sounds like tap dancing. Lots of question marks. Do either of you happen to have any tips on how to deal with no noisy neighbors? How do we approach the situation? Do we even approach the situation? Or should we just chill and live our lives? I'll shut up and listen. Thanks for all you do. I-L-Y washed media. That means I love you. Yeah, but she didn't type it out, so I'm reading it as she. My answer to this question has changed over the years. <laughs> okay. Because I used to be the non-confrontational i'm just gonna let it happen i have no defense there's nothing i'm gonna do about it i'm gonna sit there and take th the beating oh now uh i feel like i have dad strength and i have gone to my neighbor knocked on their door <gasps> and said why is it noisy all the time you went face to face face to face oh i've never done that i've left notes very passive aggressive notes but i've never gone face to face and he said dude wait you hate confrontation, so I, I am shocked. This is the neighbor to my behind my couch, and okay. it wasn't it was it wasn't yelling. It was bass bassy. Is that a word? Bassy music. Heavy bass. Heavy bass. And I said, "Hey, uh, I get it. I wanted to come here. I'm not going to do a note under the door. I'm not going to do something weird. I just wanted to say, I think the walls are a little thinner than you might think." Cool with the music. Can we turn down the bass? And he goes, dude, I didn't realize the walls were thin. Yeah. Uh, I got you. I'm sorry. 
See, and that's the over, best over. case scenario yep. is they don't realize that they're being as loud. When also it's can music. hear them having sex every night. Oh. That's a, that's every night? Every Good night. for them. And it's it to the point where it sounds like a dog barking. I don't know if it is a dog barking or sex. The other apartment that I could hear every night was definitely sex. Um, and that was aggressive. The other guys are on the other side. And it's, it's either a dog barking or violent, shrieking sex. <laughs> I don't know. Walls are, walls are relatively thin at okay. the, the old so apartment Okay, so you happen to have an expert on this okay. <laughs> talking to you right now. I lived above a bar. So I've oh. been, I have been here, even though the noise was coming from below. I lived – so my apartment faced the street. The bar was below me. Their patio also faced the same street. So I would hear – I could hear full conversations from people. I would hear full sporting events. They would have open mic nights. I could sing along if I wanted to. It was so loud. Oh, that's fun. Um, but in this case, with loud neighbors, I think your first your first thing is you you email your your apartment complex and you tell them to for- formally complain to yeah. them, mm-hmm. so that it's not so. I don't know. I I think because if- it's a combination of things. Like yours was like just music mm-hmm. this sounds like they're doing a lot of stuff agreed so just email the leasing office that's or the your easy, if you're not into confrontation which i totally get because i am not and i still me, my upstairs yeah. neighbor still makes noise and i'm i'm not going to go upstairs i get that that's the first the first way to don't don't be passive aggressive with the note hit the, uh, the apartment complex first mm-hmm. that's always a good start yes do you have a second option or, or um, step number two perhaps. step number two would probably be leaving a note with maybe, like, maybe you take something, like, over, okay, it's the very beginning of quarantine, yeah. when I was working out in my living room, I knew I was making a lot of noise, and okay. I felt very bad about it, like, when I bought my mini trampoline, I would jump on it. Excuse me? Yeah. Anyways, we're just, gonna, we're just going trampoline? to just glaze over that. Whenever I would use my mini trampoline, my below neighbors would, like, take a broom or something and bang it up at oh. me. That, to me, is not what you do because that fueled the fire. Yeah. The more they banged up at me, the more I wanted to do it. But mm-hmm. I didn't because I was nice. My below neighbors apparently are very sensitive, though, because one time— So you are these people in the email. <laughs> no, I'm not. I got an email from my apartment complex one morning telling, like, with a noise complaint. Yeah. And I had to reply back and say, you have the wrong apartment or they are very confused because I drank a whole bottle of wine last night and passed out at 10 p.m. watching The Witcher. So you have the <laughs> wrong gal. <laughs> if you need proof, <laughs> I can show you. But, like, I was definitely, they were like, they heard noises up till 3 a.m. Like, I was definitely passed out drunk okay. at that point. So it got was it. not me. Um but I would say maybe take, like, some cookies or something and write a note and ask them to stop. Because what I was going to do with before they started banging up at me mm-hmm. was take cookies with a note saying, like, I apologize for the noise. I have to work out in my apartment. If you can just, for 45 minutes at least, please just, like, spare me. You know, mm-hmm. I have nothing else to do, like, to work out. Yeah. My above neighbor works out every single day at 1130 a.m. I hear it every morning. It's clockwork. I, I know what he's going through, so I just let it happen. Yeah. There's – part of me – I hate the conversation part of it. I, and I always wonder, what, like, what are they doing? Why is it – Why is it – Who knows? And Tap I, dancing? It sounds like maybe a dog or people – it's just heavy, heavy thing. And it's like, ew, douche, ew, douche. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. And it, it was going on so long, I'm like, they're not moving furniture – 
It's way past that stage of the move. And now it's ceased to exist entirely. So I think they're gone. But well, I, I, I want to tell you guys to go knock on their door and don't be confrontational. Like, don't I, befriend them, but be like, hey, like we're so-and-so. Nice to meet you guys. What, what are we doing? Like mm-hmm. what? What do you guys do all day? Like what? Why is <laughs> why is this happening? And once you're once you're friendly enough, don't come at them with attitude. That's when we can start get, getting to the the root of the problem. And uh, I and I know that's easier said than done. But. Yeah, I think you do have to start out very nice. Yep. Like first, maybe you email whoever you can. Yeah. If it continues, then you leave a note, just like asking them to please keep it down. That that you know you have to go you have to go to them first before oh you do the God. note. I know it's I know it's terrifying. I, and I would like, I would rather do anything than go upstairs and knock on my neighbor's door and tell them to be quiet. The passive aggressive note. I couldn't do it. I, fuel the fire. I'm a big note. I will leave notes on cars that park bad that piss me off. Like oh, you are this you are the person. <laughs> you are the person that everyone's like Look at this someone, fucking person. Oh well, okay. Back when I was going into an office and parking in a parking garage every day. Cars, the spots are very small, and there's not a whole lot of them. And so people would park over the line, and then are they? I would park my car, and then the person would park in the empty spot next to me, completely leaving me no room to get into my vehicle. One time, I had to crawl through the passenger side back door to get into my car, and I was so fired up at this point that I was like, "I am leaving a note because I am so mad." I know, I know, it's the easy way out. But face to face, these sins get fixed so much quicker. So after face to face, okay. So you fa- you go up, you face your fears, you say something. Nothing. Then changes. it continues. Then you leave a note. Yeah. Then you note and like I I agree with the apartment complex email first, face to face second, um, note third and like then confrontational note and confrontational face to face. But I I do say the thing you don't do is bang up at your roof because Correct. that yeah. that just like I once was just grating carrots in my kitchen because I was making a carrot cake. I was standing completely still grating carrots and they were banging up at me. Like I wasn't even moving my feet. I know. I I know. And it just makes you it just makes me mad. I also like when when the noise is happening above me, I always wanted to to like video camera. Like what what is that? What is that ridiculous sound? <laughs> you take it, like, you shove. Please explain me what this yeah. noise is. Why is this doing this? But Yeah, I don't... It sounds like they're tapping and saving the furniture. Okay, hearing them fight would be something that would be... I would not enjoy that. That would make me very nervous and anxious. But I would definitely turn down everything I'm doing to listen. <laughs> yeah. But I would... <laughs> I want to hear Obviously. it. But it would make me nervous. Um, okay, so we have a three-step program, I guess. Three-step program. Ugh. That does it for questions. But, Kayla, do you have any shower thoughts? Okay, so my my shower thought. So everyone has heard about how Taylor Swift is re-recording her albums and putting them out. We got a first taste last week of one of the upcoming songs. So uh, for to yeah. prepare, I've been re-listening to these albums that I haven't really heard in full since they came out years ago. Mm-hmm. And what I'm prepared to say is that we, as a whole, are just not prepared for this. Like, what, what, how, what does that mean? Emotionally and mentally. These songs, he, listen, I listened to the Fearless album yesterday in my okay. kitchen. Hearing these songs for the first time in years, as an almost undisclosed age. <laughs> 30 as as an almost 30 year old hearing these songs like as a full 
ass adult and like feeling the nostalgia and the emotions like I don't know what's going to happen to me when I hear new versions of them like I don't know that I'm mentally prepared they're the same lyrics correct yeah but it's just it's going to be in a whole different it's like this is so cheesy and I don't really even consider myself a Swifty but I love I love early Taylor Swift and I love the excitement of like midnight releases decoding all the things in mm. the little booklet and I really do like her music from the early years is very just like nostalgic for me it got me through things which I hate that I'm even saying that out loud it's embarrassing but yeah I got you but now that her her core fan group from the beginning we are now you know, old. We are <laughs> grown ups. People have children yeah. and husbands and mortgages. And like we're a whole and healthy relationships and we that are, they're like yeah. wanting to break down because Exactly. <laughs> and so now like being it's like am I going to regress and like and <laughs> like and feel like be as sad and like just these emotions that you feel listening to these songs are so <laughs> Like, I can't, you tie it to so many things. I I feel crazy. Oh, I regret this. (laughs) I regret it so much. Okay, okay. I'm going to erase the shower thought. This never happened. And my new shower thought is that I walked into the studio with a whole head of pink hair and not one person in here said a word to me about it. Well, here's the thing with pink hair. We, uh... We didn't know if you're going through something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Miami, and I want to have fun, so I dyed my hair pink. Oh, anyway, so that's my backup. Usually, like my replacement shower. Uh, pandemic pink hair means like. Okay, I was one of the first people to do pandemic pink hair. I did it in April last year, and then the whole internet did it after me. I started it. Okay. It. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow over there. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that's we're forgetting that the first shower thought happened, and we're just <laughs> going to go straight into this. Cool. Uh, Brett, what's yours? My shower thought is brought on by the current internet trend to get rich quick in uh, any number okay. of schemes. We're I've, talking like GameStop shit right now. We're talking GameStop. Okay. We're talking Bitcoin. We're talking Top Shot. We're talking let you take it. crypto punks and crypto zoology and this coin and that Did coin. Did you say zoology? Yeah, that's Bigfoot. You can get rich off of zoology. No, that was just a crypto word that oh. I. Put in there, I've uh, the FOMO on this has gotten to the point where I participated. Oh, I you told me I'm not going to roast you, but I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm in Top Shot, and I've always been anti because I the the end game for all these things is that there is no end game because they're bubbles. Bitcoin, come at me with the Bitcoin arguments. If you have all the Bitcoin in the world, it's not worth anything. Okay. Supply and demand. If you have all the Bitcoin in the world, it doesn't matter because fiat currency is always going to be fiat currency. It's like, like the car? The thing about hyperinflation. If Bitcoin is the is the number one thing in the world, I don't want to live in that world because it means that society has totally collapsed. So sign me up for a ticket to Mars. I have no idea what anyway, you're talking I, about. I, I'm egging on Bitcoin people to come after me and give me their Bitcoin arguments in the DMs. Please do. I will gladly have that debate with you. So I'm anti that stuff. Now it's but just, you're into digital trading cards. No, I'm not. I'm not into it. I'm doing it because I'm, I'm just like. Because you you got in while it's hot, right? Yeah, I, so I, to speak. I got in early enough on this one that I'm going to do a transaction and wet the beak and then get out of it because these things there's no there's no tangible value anywhere, and you could go in deeper and say there's there's no tangible value in this uh, stock of this XYZ company. Like it's crazy what people on the internet are are doing with 
financial to make money. instruments right now to make money, and it's all based on buying and selling, and that selling is is in U.S. dollars, and it's it's just crazy. Everybody needs to calm down. There's a blog by a okay. uh, calm down from the guy who just participated. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not. Okay. I'm not proud of it. I'm not happy with myself. <laughs> okay. But I'm like this. This stupid stuff is just taking over people's minds, and people are like, "I gotta buy Bitcoin. I gotta be in." The only reason you want to be in is to sell down the line, because you think it's gonna go up astronomically. So you're not even participating in Bitcoin's core, like whatever. I, Kayla, it's, I it's don't just. Get it. So I need to. I, gonna, I love people are just. There. Yeah, people are just crazy. <laughs> go to the reformedbroker.com. And look at the blog, Substack Vertigo by Josh Brown. Instead, you can be like me and invest your money in designer purses. Always Those never too. lose their value. At least that's a thing. Yeah. At least that's a fucking thing just yep. that you can hold. And if you buy the right ones, Digital they don't lose their value. The power They're goes classic. out. You lose your Bitcoin. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm wishing I, you luck in your investment, I but just, also I hope you learn a lesson. I don't. I, I'm going to. I mean, I'm, I, I hope it. I hope it crashes and burns, and I lose all that because I'm like, thank you. That's just that proves my point. I don't know. It's okay. Just, well, to conclude. Yeah. Let's conclude this. I'll, I can go on for days about this. Do you want me to? Do you want me to read the conclusion? Yeah, you can. You can Brett is clearly upset. I'm so please subscribe, rate five stars, review, tell a friend. Um, again, the hotline is 888-362-MAIL, 888-362-6245. You can also write in your questions at the link in the Twitter and Instagram bio at Podcast. And that concludes our show. Brett, Still you need to go have a drink, it looks like. No, He's very ahead. stressed out. <laughs> I just... I, I no, get, we're stopping it. People no, <laughs> keep talking about it, and they're like, "Oh, dude, I gotta buy, I gotta buy this, I gotta buy that, I gotta buy crypto kitties and shit like that." It's like, oh, who are these people? Who are you the talking internet. to? Just Twitter. It's just stop Twitter. I gotta stop scroll- looking at Twitter. Mute the words. Mute the words. Cl- cleanse your. T- I muted the words Lena Dunham, and I've, I'm telling you, my timeline's never been more crisp. Crisp, crispy. All right. Anyways, That's it. thanks, you have, guys. You have fun. Oh, oh, I thought you were signing off. I had a blast. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye.